our band is playing next Friday uh, at a bar at like seven o'clock or eight o'clock or something like that. So I have to get a babysitter. Or we have a babysitter coming. So. Oh, I was just hoping you were gonna have Ethan in like a baby Bjorn no, while you're yeah, playing. That'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah, like just hold him in like the hiking backpack or whatever. I was thinking you can keep him in the front and you can just play the guitar bop on behind your back the entire show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jason, are you at the point where you can play behind your back? No, no, sir. In fact, can I'm, you play in they, front? They, <laughs> I got, I got. Uh, uh, reassigned to uh, playing the bass in the band, so they were like, uh, "We really appreciate your effort." <laughs> They're like, "You know what this band could use is a bassist." <laughs> like, I was like, "All right, cool, I can pick that up." Read the writing on the wall. <laughs> yeah, was this like, like the uh, electric bass, right? Not yeah, stand up. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, yeah. Stand Both are sexy, which is actually pretty fun. I kind of enjoy playing yeah. the bass. It's like uh, yeah, I think I think the bass is skip most of the tail. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm remembering that I told you this before because you made the same joke. <laughs> you last made time. the same exact joke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch and unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You are listening to the Unbeatable semi weekly Pacers podcast. This is episode 574, company from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and former season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss the trades that happened across the league. We're going to preview the All-Star Weekend, and of course, we'll have a start of the week and an undergoogleable if we got time. Joining me this show are two of our three analysts, coast to coast, like butter toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Uh, shout out to my nephew, uh, who will be turning three soon. He's got a birthday coming up, so he's a, he's a big listener of the show. So. Nice. That's, my, uh, That's where he learned all his swear words. That's right. Very nice. Yep. Big O3. like it. Happy birthday. From Indianapolis, Indiana, not any of the other cities I've named over the last couple months. He's a in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, fellow Undebeatables? Uh, this is one of my favorite intros you've ever done. I felt like it was a plane taking off. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, I loved it. It was good. Yeah, good. Yeah, glad to hear. That's why I'm. That's why I'm here. 
Well, I just feel like me being in the room has inspired you to greater heights. <laughs> you too. Such, such you an only child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dear. Any shout outs this week? Do you, no, I don't care. Don't care. Okay. It's Thirsty Thursday. Drink up. Okay. I don't know. Shout out to you, my friend. <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> Before we start the show, would like to let you know you can support us, the longest-running Pacers podcast, by heading over to patreon.com slash undebeatables, and you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. Price so, of a cup of coffee. Yes. It's, uh, it's, it's not that much. It's, it's, um, I mean, if you can get a cup of coffee for a dollar, you're probably at, you're probably at uh, yeah. Waffle House. Yeah, I don't think you can do that anymore. Like a, a huh. Waffle House in Wyoming or something. Like yeah. That. yeah, in, in 1984. Um, I think I, I'm closer to the twelve dollar coffee is what I'm trying to go with Ooh. for the price of a cup of coffee. That's a lot of money for a coffee. I'm telling you, Let's say two cups of coffee. Okay, there you go. For the price of two cups of coffee, you could support us for an entire year. Yeah, I guess that's true. Sure, whatever. You clearly don't go coffee shopping. I often. don't. No, I don't. I For don't. a bag of, of coffee is about $12. Okay, yeah. we. I drink most of my coffee at home. I drink mostly tea, but then when I drink coffee, it's almost always here at home. Okay, so for the price of a bag of coffee, you can yeah, support yeah. us for a year. Okay, yeah. We, we, I, we, That's a we'll good workshop deal. We'll workshop it afterwards. That's a good deal. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right crazy not to right oh yeah no, no. all right I might, I might get on that <laughs> you should totally start supporting us on patreon yeah maybe i will all right we wanted to talk about some of these trades a bunch of stuff happened um around the trade date a trade deadline right uh, you know of course the pacers had a lot of theirs we, we've talked about that a uh, fair amount there was a fair amount of action around the league and I think you know the headline trade is is the Brooklyn Philadelphia trade, and um, Colson, do you you know that you have the specifics on that one, and who's the winner, who's the loser? Uh, I don't know if I have a, a, a winner or loser. That's what we have to talk to you guys about. Um, so this this was coming down the pike. People were talking about this maybe being a maybe being a thing. Um, and it was almost sort of became a matter of time. Um, so James Harden apparently made it clear to Brooklyn that he wasn't that happy and that he probably was going to leave in the offseason to go to the Sixers. Um, Daryl Morey um, uh, spent a lot of capital back when he was in Houston bringing in Harden as a big fan of his. And um, so he was probably inspired to finally give up his big trade chip in Ben Simmons so they swapped uh, those two guys and they also there was also other things involved a uh, lot of other things involved. a lot of other things involved uh, Steph Curry nope. Seth Curry <laughs> Steph Curry would be a would be a big chip that's something you just gloss over <laughs> yeah so I got it here so the Sixers get James Harden and Paul Millsap from the Nets yeah, also Pilmont. The Nets get Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, this year's first round pick, 
and the Sixers' 2027 first-round pick, which is top eight protected. Which we've already established is the year the world ends, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's an imaginary year. So. <laughs> it all depends on if Ben Simmons is an actual basketball player, right? My assumption is that he is, and he's still able to be dominant at least on one end of the floor. Uh, on the defensive end? The defensive end, of course. And he is devastating in the in transition basketball. He's going to a situation in the Nets where he should never have to be in a position where he has to take a big shot. Like if Kyrie and KD are playing basketball, those two guys are going to more than <laughs> fill the void of uh, shot taking in the last five minutes. Uh, so you get that as a Nets fan, or as a Nets team, in exchange for a guy who is just going to leave you anyway, plus you get Seth Curry, who's having a phenomenal year, can right. shoot the bat, shoot the lights out, gives them another another spacer on the floor, um, and two first round picks. Like that's just an insane haul. And then Andre Drummond, who's actually not, you know, washed up. Like he can still play basketball quite well. I think Daryl Morey overvalues James Harden. Is what I think. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is he sat on that Ben Simmons deal the whole time, and he's like, I don't want to involve Seth Curry uh, because he's having such a good year, and I don't want to add it to draft pick. People are going to need to give us the moon for, uh, you know, Ben Simmons. And um, he ends up doing all the things to get his boy, James Harden, who could have just showed up next year on his front doorstep. Yeah, which is just wild to me. Like, if that's the case, and you're Daryl Morey, like, I mean, I don't. I guess you got to try to win championships when you can win championships. And Joel Embiid is having a MVP level season, best the, year he's ever had. In his, yeah, in his the East is like, I mean, it's deep, um, but it's wide open, right? Yeah, so any and there's you know six or seven teams that you could easily see making the finals. You know, you got to strike while the iron is hot. Clearly, James Harden was the best uh, overall player that, you know, was accessible, basically, to move Ben Simmons. Because I think a key part of this is you actually have to move Ben Simmons, too. So it's like uh, you have to get him out of Philadelphia. I mean, so and, and just also, signing James Harden in the offseason doesn't solve the Ben Simmons problem. Right. And, and you know, you're trying to – you're right. You talk about striking when the iron's hot. You've got to take advantage of this this year of Joel Embiid. Well, you know, you've got this all-NBA caliber player not playing. You've got to figure out how to turn that into something. And I think James Harden's going to be a great fit, um, you know, in Philly. I think he's going to play really well with Embiid. And uh, they also kept their young guys, uh, their Thibault and Maxi, you know. <clears throat> so they still have, you know, future assets and, and a young and up-and-coming team. But, you know, Embiid has struggled so much with injury. you just got to hope that he can stay healthy all year and you put Harden next to him and see what you can do. But what's, what's the interesting part is that they're probably going to have to play, you know, Brooklyn in the playoffs. Potentially. I mean, like, like seeding, that's going to be one of the interesting things to watch, I guess, down the um, down the down the stretch here, is 
a seed jockey in the Eastern Conference, right? Because everybody's clustered together. I mean, currently, I think the Nets are in eighth or eighth? ninth yeah. place or something like that, yeah. right? So they're in the play-in tournament as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Sixers are towards the top for sure. But, yeah, so you could see that matchup as early as the first round potentially, <laughs> right? So. Do you, do you think uh, you think the Simmons fit? You know, you, you talked about how it's a great fit for Simmons because he doesn't have to shoot in the fourth quarter. Is it a great fit for the Nets? Um, does what they need as a as a wing guy who can play defense and facilitate? I mean, is this the perfect guy for them? I think I don't know if he's the perfect guy, but like I think he does the things that they need to do. Right? Like, I mean, he can play point guard basically or at least point forward for them when Kyrie doesn't play half the games yeah yeah exactly (laughs) that's a whole other can of worms but um he has the ability to create and you know he passes very well and can generate shots and like I said especially with the addition of Curry like floor spacing is not going to be a problem like that's the the downside on Ben Simmons is he can't shoot outside of four feet from the basket basically so it's easy to collapse defenses around him but if you have curry in one corner Kyrie in another and kd out top like you have to respect all three of those guys like super closely plus joe harris if he's ever healthy and you know i don't know if he's ever going to be healthy again yeah probably not but so yeah i mean it, it you know and it's not uh, you know, I was listening to the Bill Simmons had like a ridiculous four-part trade deadline thing, and I think it was Big Waz. Is that that guy's name? Brought up the idea that like, you know, he's in Brooklyn. He's not playing for the Knicks, right? So he's going to a big market, but it's not like nobody. It's nobody oh, pays attention not the to the Nets. on him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Right? Like it's even even maybe smaller spotlight than in Philadelphia. Than Philly, yeah, for sure. So Philly's got quite the. Uh... It's like the best possible landing situation for him. He's on a championship contender. He doesn't have to, you know, deal with New York media, New York media. Uh, And he's got all the, yeah, all the talent around him that one could possibly imagine if they're healthy. And if apparently they're playing on the road or a vaccine (laughs) mandate gets lifted in New York city. Right now are, uh, do you think this made both teams better then? Uh, by definition, yes, because you're replacing a guy that wasn't playing in Ben Simmons with James Harden, who's like one of the best, whatever, five guys in the league, maybe? I don't know, yeah. ten guys for sure. It'll be interesting to see how uh, Harden and Embiid get along, but I don't think that's a hard thing to figure out if you're Doc Rivers, right? Like, right. Just put the ball in James Harden's hands. Like He is cap- more than capable of making an offense run. And Embiid is just playing at a level that's just insane this year. Like, he can create shots down the stretch. He can do, you know, dominate the game on both ends of the floor. You know, he can pick up the slack if, if Harden's not having a good game. Like, all this stuff. Some of Watching him a little bit this year reminds me of shades of uh, Hakeem. Like, that's how, like, dominant he's been. Yeah. And Hakeem is, like, my favorite player of all time, so. I mean, the, the the big risk, I guess, is, you know, Harden hasn't been playing for a while because he's got a lingering hamstring issue. The 
thinking is that that's sort of a it's a my, oh my hamstring is hurting I can't play a coach sorry because he was unhappy but like he's had hamstring problems in the past he's not exactly the most fit guy ever uh you could definitely see a situation where like he just has a hard time getting on the court or gets injured again or whatever and then that's now you're relying on Tobias Harris and um I don't even know who else is on that team. Paul, Paul Millsap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tyrese Maxey and yeah. <laughs> those kind of guys to to help Embiid out. And right. that's probably not quite enough in the, the you know, gauntlet that will be the Eastern Conference playoffs this year. So Yeah, I hope everybody stays healthy and it becomes very entertaining because, you know, you look at Milwaukee, you know, the defending champs, um, they're still fantastic. Um they went ahead and, and picked up Serge Ibaka to, to um, fill in mm-hmm. for the injured mm-hmm. Brooke Lopez at the deadline. Um, you know, Toronto, I think, got better by picking up Thad Young. Chicago is still fantastic. Miami's got the best record in the East right now. I and mean, all of those teams, I think, could come out of the East. This is going to be... It's going to be really fun. Be really fun. <laughs> I wish we were a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you don't, because we'd be just annihilated in the opening round. Listen, <laughs> I've... I've been there like, <laughs> i know how to handle it's it it's still fun yeah yeah uh were there other trades that you were t- super intrigued about i know you were excited about what portland uh or yeah i guess your perspective on the portland moves that they i don't made. know if i was excited for portland um I, i'm not uh, so uh the trade was uh, josh hart essentially josh hart for cj mccollum but a bunch of other pieces uh, were involved Pull that up for me there, Joe. Yeah, I got you. So the the Blazers did two moves. So the first one is they traded uh, Norman Powell and Robert Covington to Clippers for Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, and Keon Johnson. It's kind of a salary-shedding move, I think. Yeah. Uh, And then the other was they traded C.J. McCollum, Larry Nash Jr., and Tony Snell to the Pelicans for Josh Hart, Sadoransky, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and Didi Luzada, and a Pelicans first-round pick this year, uh, and a second-round pick in the future, two second-round picks in the future. And then they turned around and and traded uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker to somebody. Yes, to the... Jazz. Actually, they moved both uh, Sadoransky and Nikhil Alexander-Walker in a move that netted them Joe Ingles and <sighs> Elijah Hughes. Joe Ingles Hughes. is out for the season with an ACL. Right, so uh, they acquired Joe Ingles' expiring deal. Right. Uh, some guy named Elijah Hughes and a second-round pick this year. So they did those three trades... And essentially got a couple first round, one first round draft picks, multiple second round draft picks, um, and Josh Hart, and and some cap relief for C.J. McConnell, Larry Nance, who I thought was really helpful, Norman Powell, who was I thought uh, you know really important to them. Um, I mean, I understand that you know I guess if you look at the guard rotation, they really like Anthony uh, Simons. They they invested a lot in him. You've got, uh, you know, Lillard, of course, and and Hart. That's not a bad three, um, three-person backcourt. But 
Um, I just I just feel I'm not sure that this is you know I look at the Pacers moves and they make sense to me. I look at these moves and they don't make sense to me. No, I agree with that. I think that they are must be confident that they'll be able to get somebody to sign in the off season, right? Like they're clearing a bunch of cap space. Sure. Um, and it's an attractive thing to say, hey, why don't you come play with Dame Lillard and let's build something great here, right? right. I don't know exactly. I haven't I looked that far ahead to know what the free agent working is this year. It's actually, it's not very good, if I recall. I don't think there's uh, yeah. very many big names out there. Yeah, I'm so. sure it depends on who and it's opts not like in and Portland's out. bringing in a bunch of, you know, uh, similar to the, the Pacers. They, they don't have a huge record of bringing in free agents. They don't, but they, you know, they do have Damian Lillard, right? Who is... Which we do not have. Very well respected around the league, if not, like, loved by many other players, who has shown that he can carry a team, you know, to great heights in the postseason. Right. Get you all the way to the conference finals. Right. And can hit uh, shots from the logo. Uh, is it is it two is two buzzer shots walk off shots to end a series, and that's like the most in NBA history. Is that right? You'd think so. Yeah, pretty great. It was over was it Houston, and and then the other one was against the Clippers, right? Oh, mm-hmm. it's definitely one of them was definitely against the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. I think the first one was Houston. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, anything else that you want to touch on? Uh, how do you feel about your uh, Wizards uh, trading for Chris Tapp's Porzingis? We, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Wizards. The Wizards are falling apart. Yeah. Bradley Beal shut down for the season with a wrist injury, undergoing surgery, or ligament, something like that. Uh, and then they traded away Dinwiddie. Davis Bertans. Bertans. Uh, for Kristaps Porzingis and his ridiculous contract, and they also traded away Montrez Harrell. Mm. So they they basically like all this great work that they did trading Russell Westbrook to get all these um, legitimate NBA player players. professional yeah. basketball players. And I mean, it hasn't been working this year, I guess. So I guess they're a little bit impatient. But um, yeah, to just flip that to go with. Kristaps Porzingis, who and yeah, and hasn't and, been and able the, to stay on the floor for five years now, right? Right, and and then Montrezl Heller gets uh, uh, flipped for Ish Smith. Does he even play basketball in the NBA anymore? He does. Ish Smith is second right? nah, I don't know. He's a decent backup point guard mm. that will now be starting for your Washington <laughs> Wizards. <laughs> I haven't looked at the standings. I don't think they can catch us. Uh, in a negative way, you know. No, I don't. I, I, I well, I mean, who knows? It doesn't seem like they're going to win any more games. <laughs> None. Aaron Aaron Holiday has got a, a chance to play for a title potentially. You're talking about my boy. Yeah, my favorite Pacer. Your boy. Wiz- Wizards trade Aaron Holiday for cash considerations. Oh Jesus, he's how he's fallen so low. Mm. To uh, the Suns. To the Suns. Yeah. Okay, so so that means he's got a chance to uh, play for a title. You're right. Uh, Suns. Uh, yeah. Is he going to be? 
Is he insurance as the third backup point guard? I think, I mean, I don't know. We've seen Aaron play. I think, you know, they're looking to the, it looks like, you know, Chris Paul's old, and yeah. they're probably looking to rebuild, and maybe... Oh, sure. Well, I mean, what they're thinking is probably is, yeah, I mean, we'll just have Aaron Holiday close games. Yeah. You know. CP3 can, whatever, do whatever he does. He can shoot some commercials, and... No, I'm really excited for him. I, you know, uh, I think the Suns did a nice job. Uh, they, they, they just two small deals picking up Aaron Holiday and then Tory Craig from us. Um, you know, just getting veterans uh, to back up this what looks like might be a really long playoff run. I, you know, they have the best chance to come out of the West right now. I think. Yeah, they're sure ridiculous. Do. They're 45 and 10. Yeah. Yeah, they're. They're going to um, be tough to beat. Do you, do you remember when we got real excited that one year when we won 48 games? <laughs> remember that was that was a whole season. <laughs> They've almost got that before the... Uh, yeah. Um, they might have it All-Star before break. the All-Star break. Yeah. 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 Anyway. There's Speaking of All-Stars. All-Stars. Yeah. Oops. So the All-Star game coming up. Uh, with... This this uh, this weekend. So it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in Cleveland. In Cleveland. Joey's so, favorite city. I mean, not I was, named Indianapolis. I was born there, so. Uh, Do you like it more than Indy? Uh, I mean, no, I don't. I mean, you want to fight? I'd said no. <laughs> unless you're, unless I'm confused and you're a huge, bigger Cleveland fan than I thought. <laughs> no, I'm not, not, okay. a big, not a big Cleveland fan. I like Cleveland. I, I, I love Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I've got family there. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> anyway. And I'm I am a little salty. The land. I'm a little salty that you know they get to have an All Star game and we don't. Cause ours got bumped. We get one in like a couple years. Yeah, I know. It won't be the same. I never got to rent out my house to LeBron James for the All Star game. <laughs> I totally believe that was going to happen. He'll I mean, still be in the league. Yeah, I mean, oh, I got to buy a house in the neighborhood again then. Yeah, because I already sold my house. And his son might be. By the time it comes here, his son might be in the All Star game. I don't know. <laughs> father and first father and son All Star duo, hanging on Colson's couch. Yep, seems likely. But the All Star game Saturday, February nineteenth. All Star or All Star night is the the nineteenth. The um, all the nonsense that goes on on Saturday and then Sundays is the game. So Jason, I know you're our. You know, you've been our skills challenge specialist uh, for, for, you know, you follow this. Oh, I mean, since we started the pod. Right. And that's, I mean, it's one of the reasons we started it was for to have him to have a, a, a venue a to, to talk about <laughs> the skills challenge. Yeah, my skills challenge knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we, 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 you know, we'd sit around, uh, you know, late night drinking some beers and he would just like dazzle us with his, right. his skills challenge information. We're like, you know what we should do? Yeah. <laughs> Should publish this stuff. Yeah, get it out on the interwebs. Yeah, yeah, and look at what it's done. Look at the heights to which it has taken us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so All Star Saturday night. We we know it. We love it. Um, this year, it's doing the skills challenge again, the three point contest, of course, and the dunk contest. Minor, actually, major changes to the skills competition this year. Uh, instead of individual players doing you know sort of the circuit where they run down and you know 
dribble around guy. You, you know, throw a basketball for a tire. Exactly. Make a layup and then shoot a three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This year, they have switched it to a team-based thing with uh, more activities. So there's going to be three teams of three people uh, competing in this contest. There are uh, uh, Team Cavs, of course, since we're in, in Cleveland. Oh, so okay. Very nice. I like that. Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley. Ooh, are, all those guys are really good. Are yeah. your Cavs. Like There's the Cavs, uh, Team Rooks, which is a uh, rookie players. Uh, Scotty Barnes of the Raptors, Cade Cunningham of the Pistons, and Josh Giddy of Oklahoma City. Where's Duarte? Come on. And then... Uh, the most ridiculous team, Team Antetokounmpo, <laughs> uh, which includes Giannis and Thanasis, who are both uh, NBA players, uh, and then Alex Antetokounmpo, who plays for the the Raptors G League team. Oh, okay. I was just like, well, I just wondered like if he wasn't even in the league. They were just like, hey, bring in our brother. Is uh, is he related? <laughs> so- it's debatable. They're doing the test. <laughs> if he fails, so, they might have to pull out of the skills challenge ooh. competition. Or at least change their name. Sure, that's fair. There's a pull-out joke about in there. Although, I guess if his last name is Antetokounmpo, even if they're mm-hmm. not related, they could stick exactly. with it. Okay, so so how is if, this... If his dad had pulled out, they wouldn't have a problem. There how is, that was it. <laughs> how, how is this competition going to work? How am I going to power through... This joke that Colson is telling. Uh, okay, round one. All right, so there's, oh, there's four, rounds. There, yeah, so it's not like it's not the thing where I'm just gonna run through all the stuff. No, there's okay. rounds. Okay. Round one is shooting. All three teams will participate in this. Each player from each team will participate individually, uh, while their two teammates rebound for them, and they will shoot. They will have 30 seconds to shoot from five different spots, ranging from 10 to 30 feet uh, and having different point values or whatever. Uh, The team that scores the highest score will win round one and earn 100 challenge points. Whoa. Ooh, I did actually hear about this. This is fun fact. They've named the five spots based on players from the top. Oh uh, yeah, I did hear about time. this. Yeah. So the the um, the layup, or apparently it's a, a, a hook shot. It's the Magic Johnson hook shot. Okay. Um, and there's the uh, Reggie Miller uh, wing three pointer. Okay. There's the Charles Barkley top of the key. Uh, I think there's a corner Ray Allen three, and then I don't know what the last thing is. Okay. So you're welcome. Mm, me hey, mostly thank you. <laughs> Do you have to? Do you have to like? Do you have to do the hook shot, or can you just stand on the little circle and hit a little jumper? Jumper. Doesn't say anything about uh, any of that stuff here, so I can't really tell you. But I would okay. hope they would make them try to recapitulate Reggie Miller's ugly. Yeah, you have to like stroke. kick your feet out. Yeah, <laughs> you have to foul Jordan before you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what that never happened. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's round one. Round two is passing. So this sounds kind of cool. So 
Again, they'll, they'll participate together. Each team will have 30 seconds to complete passes into three oversized moving targets. Ooh, Which I vary like that. in size and distance. Ooh. Uh, so there's going to be like a, a, a full court one, basically. Uh, and then it's like throwing it to a moving basically. trash can. Yeah. Is that the like the, the David West challenge? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, so again, the team that gets the most points gets 100 challenge points. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then the last one is relay. Uh, so all players from each team will participate in a timed relay. Each player must complete the course, which has five skills in the following order. One. Throw an outlet pass into a moving target from the baseline. Whoa. Two, okay. dribble down the court through three mo- moving pylons. Whoa. Time. Three, make a short shot in the lane. Four, make a three-pointer from the corner against an automated defender. Yes! Yes! And five, dribble to the opposite goal and make a basket such as a dunk, layup, or jump shot. The team with the fastest time will win round three and earn two hundred. Whoa! Points. Well, okay. So, question: Do all three players have to do this, or or do they yes. take the best time from each from whatever? They, oh, they, that they, I don't know. But we don't I know think, if they take the best time or they do cumulative time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, would be so, my guess. Here's the thing: is I'm concerned the team with the fastest time. So I'm concerned that the automated defender is running killer AI. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, yeah. The automated defender. Yeah, it's probably it's sentient, right? Like, oh, I, yeah. Well, yeah. We've already we know that that's possible, and probably built out of the MIT uh, mm. bulletproof plastic, mm. lightweight bulletproof plastic. Um, okay, this all sounds. I'm excited about this because this all sounds different and kind of fun. Uh, but I'm also noticing something. Um, What's that? So if if Team one wins a hundred challenge points, and team two, uh, and then uh, and then team one wins the next challenge, and they get two hundred challenge points. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then team two wins the final round; they get two hundred challenge points. Then they would have we'd have two tied teams. And that's okay, John, because there is one more round. Oh, what? There's a final round. <laughs> This is, oh, it can't get better. I keep thinking it can't get better, and it does. So the two teams that have the most challenge points will compete uh, one at a time, and all players on each team will participate in trying to make a half-court shot. Mm. Team one will set the time to beat with a made shot uh, or expiration of the clock, maximum of a minute and a half. And the team that makes the half-court shot in the fastest time will win Taco Bell trademark skills challenge. I love this. I'm so excited. In case of a tie, the two teams will repeat the final <laughs> round. <laughs> so if they hit the the uh, exact same time with yep. the shot, exactly. Okay. That's not very likely, but um, so uh, here's the only thing that I'm worried about. What I liked about the skills challenges is that uh, they would compete against each other. There was actual live basketball people going against each other. This sounds a lot like time challenges. Yes. Okay. But still, I'm good. throw shit at the wall. See what you know. What sticks. This is great. They've had 75 years to perfect this. I'm gonna I'm gonna tune in for this though. I'm excited about all the moving things in the room. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The moving pylons. Automated. Uh, uh, automated defenders. Yeah. 
This is great. And you know what? That's something a that... A moving trash can, a full court pass? I'll tell you what. This is this is bad news for the for the players. I think that the the Players Association needs to be worried. The next time that they have the, you know, the, the, the negotiation... Yeah, C- CBA? The CBA, you know, owners are going to be like, look, we have automated defenders. We'll go make automated offensive players, and you'll be out of a job, bro. Like, sure. So you'll take the 10% and be happy with it. So you're saying that this is the the, the beginning of the end? Oh, 100%. Okay. Like, there's no other alternative for that. We're, we're way past the beginning of the end. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're funding the end. We're, we're look, fueling it as look, we go. All the Pacers have to do is, is win a title by 2026 before the world ends. That's, yeah. all I, that's all I want. All right. Who are you guys picking to win the Taco Bell Skills Challenge? Oh, I'm going, I'm going hometown, home team. Going Cle- Cleveland Clavaliers. Cleveland Clavaliers. The League of the Cleveland Clavaliers. Uh, Joey, who you got? I'm going to go Team Rooks. All right. Sounds like I'm on the Antetokounmpo's. Ah, man, really? Let's do Are it, you... Alex. Come on, Alex. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm a little worried about Alex. <laughs> Not even blood-related. I'm, I'm more worried about Giannis. I feel like, why would Giannis even care about the skills competition? I feel like Alex is going to be all in. He's going to be focused. He's going to carry that team. Well, this is the one that, that this team. is the one that uh, they used to do biggies and smallies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Sabonis won this last year. Yeah. Right? Yep. What was the not one? last year? We didn't, did we didn't have one last year? Did we have one yeah. last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it was two years ago. We didn't have one. He was uh, he was like a write in and he won. I think. Yeah. What uh, what was the one? Did they get rid of that event? What was the one that they used to do that uh, the legends? The legends. That yeah. was the one that. So they uh, would have they would have a current player, a yeah, WNBA yeah. player, and a legends yeah, player, right. and then they would all shoot. Uh, it sounds like a little bit like the shooting contest, right, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to hit five different points on. The so we're bringing marker. that back to a little bit, and plus the half court shots, which is right. the most exciting. Like everybody, right? Half and court and also we're bringing in three person teams again. So it's it's right. kind of combining the skills challenge with the legends. Who's, whose team was it that won every year? Uh, it, was, the, uh, it was the Heat yeah. or whatever. Because Chris Bosh would always make it. It was Chris Bosh. Oh, yeah, Chris Bosh. And, and uh, yeah, he won, like, every single one they ever did. Yeah, and, and I, if I remember correctly, well, on that one, it just, it, you had to take other shots, but the entire competition rests on who could make a half-court shot. And the he's fastest. the one who could do it. And he was really good Didn't he good have, like, it. Dominique Wilkins or something with him or something like yeah. that? I don't know. I don't remember. All right, so that's the skills challenge. Okay, now, three-point contest. Eight participants this year in the three-point contest. Is that, is that more than usual? It's slightly more than usual. I feel last like year it was six. Last year it was six, I think. And this year they do the typical, I guess not the, yeah. Okay, so they do the five racks of five balls. Most racks are one-point balls plus a money ball worth two points. And then you have a, a one rack that is all money balls that you can place wherever you want. Right. In addition to that, they have the do the do deep shot thing or something. There's like two of these where you're shooting from like 30 feet or something like that. Do you have to shoot those or is that just an option? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, there were three points though if you had them. Okay. Okay, here's your participants. Uh, CJ McCollum. Oh wow! Of the New Orleans, New Orleans Pelicans, Pelicans. <laughs> Trey Young, Zach Levine, Desmond Bain, Carl Anthony Towns, Fred 
Van Vliet, Luke Kennard, and Patrick Mills. Mm, oh, Patty Mills. <laughs> Joey, any of those names tickle your funny my, bone? My fancy is looking at uh, Trey Young. Okay. Because he gets the, you know. He can get those long ones. Yeah. I mean, he get the long ones. I oh, oh my God. If they had a, they, I'd like to see. Watch this is, watching that game this week, honestly. Like, it just, it destroys a defense. Right. He's just like, ah, whatever. It I'm makes kind a of over half court and it goes in. And kind of irrelevant, like, oh. you know? Yeah. Anyway, Trey Young. Okay. Uh, I, I, I like the, the, I like that Carl Anthony Towns is in this, but. Man, you gotta have a quick release to get all these these balls off. I'm gonna go with Patty Mills. Mm. Okay. Thanks for thanks for phrasing it like that. What? Mm. Yep. I'm not gonna. <laughs> you can catch it you, when you edit. You'll catch it in post. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. I'm. Hmm. Very tempted to take the Nard Dog. <laughs> uh. But. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I will take Zach Levine. Yeah, to be the I, first I first uh, individual to win both the dunk contest and the three point contest. Oh, he's got to make that happen. That would be cool. Let's get in the record books. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. And for so some is he reason, also, is he also dunking? No, not this year. He won it in the past. Uh, yes, multiple times. Yes. And so, moving on to the slam dunk contest, this year, four participants, Cole Anthony of the Orlando Magic, uh, Juan Toscano-Anderson of the Golden State Warriors, Obi Toppin of the New York Knicks, and Jalen Green of the Houston Rockets. Okay, uh, Jason, I do a uh, basketball podcast, Uh and the only person I've heard of is Obi Toppin. I've heard Toscano. You haven't heard of Jalen Green? Jalen Green was like the number two pick or something like that. No, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Cole Anthony is Greg Anthony's son. Uh, is that and, true? Yeah. And Juan Toscano Anderson. I don't know him either. So. <laughs> oh, wait. Was was uh, Cole Anthony, when they drafted him, was uh, um, Spike Lee at his house? I feel like that was the thing. Uh, potentially. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, I've got the little bit of, on the format here. It's five judges score every dunk on a scale from six to ten, which means you can go between fifty and thirty. All four competitors get two dunks in the first round. The two players with the highest combined score for their two dunks advance to the final round. So there's, and then two dunks in the final, two yeah. dunks in the final round. Yeah. But so it's it's the same way they've been doing it. Four guys in the first round, top two go to the second round, they get two dunks. And the dunker with the highest combined score for the two dunks will be crowned the 2022 has, AT&T Slam Dunk Champion. Has, has Dwayne Wade been banned from being a judge for all his shenanigans? <laughs> I hope so. I don't think okay, I me too. named the judges yet. Uh, Alright, I'll let you guys pick first last time. So, uh, I'm going to take Jalen Green. To win this thing, high flying, very athletic, young guy, bouncy, trying to make a name for himself. So he's going. I'm going Obi Toppin. I mean, he's got that big New York uh, fan base behind him. I figure a lot of those uh, the New York uh, fans will be out there in Cleveland, and uh, 
Uh, wasn't he in it last year? I think he's. A I believe he was. Yeah. Yeah. So he won't have the the, the butterflies. So I'm I'm picking uh, Obi. Jason, who's you, who are you on? He's on Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Okay, good because I'm on Toscano Anderson. Listen, played four years at Marquette, and he was not drafted. Oh, well, that's a fun story. So, mm-hmm. make your mark. All right. Win it all. Take it home. Yeah. Toscano Anderson. All right. Make me some money. Apparently, Cole Anthony <laughs> is uh, unloved by us, or we'll just have Harper pick him. Yeah, there we go. Yep. I don't want to leave anybody out. Jason, I don't know if you have more on the on the dunk, or do you want to go back no, to the skills? No, no, you have more I was on just the skills. Say, we, we say go that's back it. To the skills challenge. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? No, I I'm, I'm a little offended. You 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 skip Joey's favorite thing: the All Star Celebrity Game, the Ruffles All Star Celebrity Game. Oh uh, yes, Friday night we got two teams: Team Walton and Team Neek. So is Bill Walton the coach? Bill Walton is, is the coach. And Dominique, Dominique is the coach, is the coach of Team Team Neek. Actually, you yeah. know what? As you guys uh, know, I specialize in Saturday night, not Friday night. So. <laughs> Friday night's my thing. That's right. That's Joe, that's Joey's big night. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going through the I'm going through the the roster here. I know many of the words, very few yeah. of the people. <laughs> Quavo, I remember from previous. <laughs> previous ones and uh uh team neek mayor justin bibb mayor of cleveland is gonna be playing wow that's, that's fun yeah that's pretty cool uh miles uh, also machine machine gun kelly i've heard of him yeah machine gun kelly unless and... that's a her and then i haven't <laughs> <laughs> um miles garrett who's a, a defensive end on the browns playing booby gibson is gonna be oh, out there yeah. on team neek that'll be some booby and yeah. <laughs> that's about all I know. But uh, I mean, uh, this is Toussaint. The... Wasn't he like a writer in the French <laughs> no. uh, or a painter? <laughs> that's, that's Potentially, and now he's a Peloton instructor. Oh, so, okay. A Famous very, Peloton very, instructor. Very clearly, uh, this is a, a very this is the celebrity game. Mm-hmm. You think N U L A A? Chose that name just so that they'd be first alphabetically, no matter what. <laughs> and and the the people looking to get off the sauce is it's like, you know what? <laughs> I'm looking to quit drinking. But also, who is this uh, Annuel? Just check out this rapper Annuel, while I'm uh, yeah. quitting drinking. I did also see, you know, I looked, I was uh, Gianmarco Temberi, Olympic high jump champion. I did see a little... Uh, uh, Video of him dunking. Oh, I would okay, assume he'd be go. able to dunk. Yeah, so I'm hoping. Uh, that, I like uh, Team Neek's. It, oh, yeah. Team Neek in this. Oh yeah, let's go Team Neek all the way. Yeah, I, I got nothing on Team Walton. They have uh, actual team basketball Walton, players. <laughs> team Walton has a machine gun. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and they do have uh, an actual basketball player in uh, Las Vegas Aces forward. Oh, okay, Derika Hamby. I missed that one. I missed She's that going one. to be the only person putting the ball in the basket for that team. Wait, they have, they like have a, a professional skateboarder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't help you. Yeah, I'm all in on Team Neek. Let's do it. Joey, can you tell us more about the Clorox Racing Stars Challenge? <laughs> it's going to be real clean this year. Real clean. <laughs> 
I know uh, Duarte is in there. Nothing dirty in this one. Duarte is in there. This time they did it. They mi- mixed up the format. So it's four teams. Is that right? Yeah, four teams. Seems like a 28 lot. players comprising 12 rookies, 12 sophomores, and four members of the G League uh, were drafted on four teams to compete in three games. Each game will be played to a final target score, ending with the made basket or free throw instead of the clock running out. It will be a race to 75 to celebrate the league's 75th anniversary. Games 1 and 2 will be played until a team reaches 50. Game 3 will be played until a team reaches 25. Chris Duarte is on Team Peyton, which includes Lamella Ball, Scotty Barnes, Ayo Dosunmo, Dosunmo, Scoot Henderson, Jaden McDaniels, and Davion Mitchell. Uh, also, we also are represented by Tyrese Halliburton on Team Isaiah. Hmm. So we got uh, Pacers going against each other in this one. Uh, sure, this will be fun. Why not? Yeah, I'm taking the. You can tell me what happens. Sure. <laughs> I mean, Joey's going to be watching the 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 uh, celebrity game, so mm-hmm. he might as well leave it on, leave the TV on for this. I'm gonna buy some Clorox too. Uh, Joe, why don't you Clor- give me a stat of the week? made so much money during the pandemic that now they're sponsoring <laughs> NBA That's really true. events. That's true. <laughs> that Clorox money. All right, yeah. I'll get you a stat of the week. We'll get you out a, of here. Give me, give me home. We'll get you. A, we'll put you to bed here. Take me drunk. I'm home. Okay. Joey, stat of the week. Uh, this one I thought was interesting. This was uh, in Seattle. There was a problem with some broadcast on NPR, which was uh, turning the infotainment systems and in some Mazdas into bricks. Uh, they were they were breaking these the you know the mm-hmm. radio and uh, they, they were uh, making them completely inoperable and unable to be repaired. How is that possible? Yeah. So that? there is. Uh, with like modern broadcasting systems, they some of them you can uh, send out like uh, you know, text, you know. So you got the radio radio station part of the signal, but you could also send out pictures, uh, like you could put the you know the logo of the station kind of thing. Oh sure, okay. and and you could put the text of what song is on there, that sort sure. of stuff. That all goes over the air now. So if you have a new modern radio. Uh, that you can get that information, uh, but apparently there was a the NPR station uh, of in Seattle. Uh, if you were listening uh, between January thirtieth um, in a Maz, so this is in Seattle. <laughs> problem began. This is not nobody, okay. but if you were in Seattle okay. starting on January thirtieth, okay. if you had a Mazda okay. from uh, the model years two thousand fourteen to seventeen, okay. if you were listening to the NPR station. KUOW 94.9 there's my stat is the the, the frequency that's the number that's your stat yeah. okay there were some broadcasts from that station that were uh, they would cause the screen on, the, on their system to just die and the radio system would be stuck on their on on the, the radio station so the screen would break and it was stuck on the radio station and it basically would cause it to reboot, and it would never fix it because it was uh, stuck with this 
there was a bad file that they were sending out, and there was no way for the system to deal with it. And when they told it, to, when people took it into Mazda to have it looked at, they said um, you have to replace a fifteen hundred dollar part to get that fixed. And oh, guess what? Guess what? The supply chain in the world is broken, and you're not getting one. So, so even if you cough up the fifteen hundred bucks, you can't even get. You this can't even buy it. So. Well, so did they fire everybody at NPR? No way. <laughs> okay, this doesn't seem like that many people. It was a Mazda between 2014-2017 in Seattle, listening to a certain radio station between today and January 30th. So like for a month. Half a month. Half a month. I don't know what today is. Yeah, but it's not nothing. I mean... You just, I bet like six people were really pissed. I don't. I think there's a lot of Mazdas out there. It's know. a very popular car, car company. You make it sound like it's like not a big deal. Like how bad would you be if you? Were I'd just... be super mad. But I'm saying those six <laughs> people. Super I feel mad. Yeah. I feel bad for those six people. No, I don't know how many there are. How did you find you this story? More Joey? than a hundred, Joey. I would think so, yeah. You think I mean, because I mean, thousands like, of people. Well, so look, Seattle's a huge city. True. There's true. a lot of Mazdas out there. These are pretty new cars, you know. So it's not like it's a, you know, it's not like it's a, you know, old beater or something. Old beater. It's a, like, you know, people are driving 2014, 2017. Everyone in Seattle listens to NPR. Yeah, I they're mean, all hippies. Why even have, you know, you listen to grunge and NPR? Those are the two things you listen to in Seattle. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, all right. Now you've talked me into it. All I right. feel bad for the six thousand people that's happened to. There you go. There you go. Well, more so the the but that poor NPR station that's now its pledge drive <laughs> is just gonna go to shite. <laughs> Defense fund. Yeah. Uh, I think you know, I think it's messed up that a system like that these these radios were designed in a way that they could just be completely broken by, you know, some. You I mean because like you could if you really wanted to. You could set up like a pirate radio station and just crash everybody's radios. Not that I. Oh, it looks like it looks like Mazda is willing to replace these free of charge uh, once they get the parts in, which are not available currently. So you won't have to spend the fifteen hundred bucks. Well, that's good. You just have to listen to the same radio station. (laughs) But who doesn't love NPR? I don't think. I don't think when I was growing up, my parents ever changed it off NPR when I was in the car. I've heard of people. I don't know. I've I've listened to some really bad NPR stations. Like, (laughs) like what if what if it was like the classical music station? Oh yeah, you're just stuck on the classical music. uh, Boy, that would be a lot. Yeah. Anyway, that is my stat of the week. Ninety-four point nine. K-U-O-W, coming after your radio. The worst is probably the people that, like, were just, um, you know, not NPR listeners, but they're just, like, Flipping you know, skipping through. channels. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, oh, oh I no. hate this song on 94.5. Yeah. Let me skip skip ahead to my next favorite channel. Go past 94.9 to whatever it is, and then... But they got stuck on 94.9. Oh, man. All they want to be listening to is Seth Rogen, and they're stuck on NPR. (laughs) Oh, God. Seth Rogen? Does he have a new show? (laughs) Jeff Rogen? Nope. Josh Rogen? You're getting there. Jeff McConnell. Joe Rogen. Joe Rogen. (laughs) He is exclusively on Spotify and not on the radio. uh, Couldn't I listen to Spotify on my radio? No. We'll talk later. Uh, okay, okay, um, okay. Something, somebody else. Um, uh, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, he's dead. dead. Stern. 
No, he's on. Uh, oh, you know, he's on like Sirius or something. Bob and Tom. No. There you go. Did they retire? Who's that? Bob and Tom. I don't think nobody's on the radio, isn't it? Just like it's AI. They're the only people that are on the radio. Anyways. No, it's like six. It's, it's like automated s- defenders. It's like six people in one office now that they just send out. Uh, you know, they all just do. Most of those are, are remote. You know, there's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's Did like I ever one... tell you this story? I was at a party at a uh, chairman's house. We were on the rooftop, and there was this guy there that, that, like, runs a radio station. But the radio station was in Texas. And so, like, he took a call in the middle of the party and was like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. I can I can do that for you. And, like, he, you know, gets his phone app out. Boop, 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 boop. I'm like, what's going on, dude? And he's like, oh, yeah, some dude just called and requested, you know, this song or whatever. So I queued it up for him. No problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Oh, he was yes. like li- he was working. Yes, at the t- on a unquote. live radio station. Yeah, yeah. Somebody called in and was like, "Can yes. I get this played?" Yeah, that is great. I well. kind of he called some what? random dude in Silver Spring, Maryland, on a rooftop party, like not a local DJ. I don't know. No, but here's the thing: he'd be like, "This is DJ Silver Spring <laughs> on the rooftop, sitting <laughs> you." Music to Texas. But I think you're supposed to like make it sound like you're from Texas. Okay. I can't do a Texas accent. You'd be like DJ Yeehaw or something. <laughs> this is DJ Yeehaw. Got my cowboy lights and my big old hat. <laughs> Let's raise a rope of bronco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All the way from Dallas to Houston to Austin to... Antonio. I'm running out of places that I know in Texas. Keep Laredo weird. <laughs> <laughs> and we just lost our Laredo fans. Uh, oh. All right. Well, somebody th- just peed on the Alamo. We've <laughs> 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 talked about that more than once on this show. Oh, dear. Well, I think we've uh, we've hit the mark. Yeah, and it's past my bedtime, Jerry. It is past your bedtime. If that's past your bedtime, it's past my bedtime, and we should get out of here. But uh, shout out to All Star Game. I'm All Star Weekend. I'm looking forward weekend. to it. We'll uh, of course we'll catch you up on it after it happens. Mm-hmm. We want to prepare you for it this week. You heard it. You heard it here last. Right. Shout out to the wonderful city of Cleveland, where I'm from. Yeah. We should link to uh, the dollop when they talk about the um, Tencent Beer Night. <laughs> I, I probably already have. Okay. Uh, or what about the uh, the uh, Balloon Fest? Did you ever hear that one? Cleveland uh, let off. No, I don't know that one. To, to, to break a world record. No. But it was raining and they all just went straight into the water. Oh, no. <laughs> No, it's no. pretty great. No, was that on dollop too? Yeah, I'll go listen to that one too. <laughs> it's, it's like a short one. It's a small up, so it's only okay. like thirty minutes. Okay, it's great. I'm good. We'll link to those things for you. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll be back with you next week post All Star Game. And really, I mean, I guess post All Star Game, but I mean, really, it's post uh, Celebrity Game and post Skills Challenge. Yeah, it'll actually be before the game, probably or in the middle of the game. Oh, like the actual All-Star game proper, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But until then, you can hit us up on all the social medias. We are on Twitter at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Our website is TheUndebeatables.com. It's a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message. You can hit us up. Shout out at TheUndebeatables.com in your email application. And uh, we should hire a guy on a rooftop in Maryland. <laughs> yeah. To field our phone calls. That's right. This is DJ Springfield. Wait, no. What am I talking? <laughs> sure. This is your. This is. Oh, okay, This is rooftop DJ. <laughs> you don't have to be like named after like where you are. <laughs> also, why? Why is his phone like this? Why does he have a flip phone? I don't know. This is, this is DJ rooftop. <laughs> Rooftop DJ coming to you from Springfield, Maryland, Springfield, Illinois. I could be anywhere. I'm America's DJ. We're gonna find it. We're we're still holding. We're still holding uh, interviews. So we'll flip on. get back to you on that one. Sing sing us out of here, Rooftop DJ. <laughs> Uh, for the architect Donnie Walsh and our once and all <laughs> still on your flip phone <laughs> <laughs> DJ Rooftop <laughs> coming from DJ Rooftop turn out the lights the party is over turn like morning zoo up in here oh, hell yeah I can't do yeah. that horn I need the yeah. DJ Khaled horn oh yeah there you go, that's it. <laughs>